So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Run Pain Free Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, athletic injury correction and conditioning expert, sports biomechanics, all here. And this podcast is brought to you by the 2020 Run Pain-Free Marathon Training Summit, the virtual conference for runners and marathoners around the world. And the summit will be from August 25th to August 27th. Go on over right now to MarathonTrainingSummit.com and get your ticket. Reserve your ticket. You do not want to miss this. Today we are talking about one of our many, 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 many interviewees, Miss Laura Sadal. She is a current competing triathlete and Ironman champion. Amazing, amazing athlete. And I hope we actually get more from her. I won't give too much away, but we might have a little bit more information from her to come to you guys that sign up for the advanced sessions over in the marathontrainingsummit.com. So we spoke to her, we caught her in London. She was in London because uh, she actually lives in all different places around the world because she competes all over. Getting her was so crucial. I was so excited to speak with her because she's a current competing athlete. So she is very into her training. She's very about communicating with athletes. Anybody that like wants questions answered, she's open to answering questions. She loves what she does and she has such a unique background. She only became professional several years ago, several years ago. And she's been an athlete her whole life, but she never really took on to professional, you know, professional competing until later, later, later in life. And so she's really about the fun of it. And for her, it's just fun. And I think that lends to a lot of our runners. She has, you know, she's worked in corporate America. She had a regular life and she just loved doing this and just turned pro. And she talks about that at length and I'm not going to give anything away. I'm going to do my very best not to give anything away on here. And you have to go over to the marathontrainingsummit.com to find out. <laughs> but I do want to talk about her mindset and her training. And she really does a lot of things that you hear yours truly talk about. I will say that off the bat. Um, and she consistently is growing and maturing her sport. She loves the sport of triathlete. She actually was never a good swimmer. There you go. And I, what she is on our panel for and our summit for is that she's really relatable to our runners, you know, local runners who aren't professionals, who aren't just regular people and, you know, balance life and balance commitments and balance work and then do their love. And she talks about how she created a plan to do that and make sure that she was able to put the time she needed to her training, even at a, you know, at a regular level, non-professional level. And she was you know, doing so well at the races and she was like, oh, I guess I should probably do something with this kind of thing. But she really balanced her work life and play calendar in a way that a lot of you guys struggle with and would love more time to do your love of running or 
maybe come up with some issues with your families because you have you can't go to the commitments that they have, the events. Like you know, you'll miss weddings or you miss parties or maybe even a vacation with your family because you're dedicated to your running and it's really important to you. And then maybe you don't do that and then you go on vacation and you feel like crap because you didn't do your run. And I have that a lot. So it's a lot. I get the tearing and the tug of war that a lot of runners go through. And she really does talk about how to manage that at a very great level because she was competing at a very big level without being professional. It was just how how she was athletically and how how she performed athletically. It was at a professional level and she just wasn't competing at that place until she was. And she's done exceptionally well. And she talks about how she had two huge races and then a regular life thing happened all back to back. And I won't give it away. You can go on over to MarathonTrainingSummit.com and get your ticket to figure it out so you can see how relatable she is to you. And what I want for this to bring to you is, again, how a professional athlete at that level could really relate to you and how you can relate to them. And more so, how much she wants to relate to you. She wants to be that go-to for people in the sport so that she can help the sport thrive. She's a real support of the sport triathlon and Ironman. And she talks about the training. She talks about overtraining, which is what she finds a lot of people do. Hello, hello, all of you out there that overtrain and are injured. Hello, hello, listening to me and not listening to me at the same time. Talking to you. Um, you guys really need to listen to her because she's extremely fast. She is extremely developed, but she's also very humble with her body. And it took her a long time to learn that. And because she did learn that, that's why she's gotten the results she's gotten. She's decorated as, dec as she is as an athlete, and she's consistently growing as an athlete. She trains here in the States, actually, even though she lives in other countries all the time. She actually trains here in the States, and she's excited to get back once the world opens up and allows people back in America and people from America and other countries. She's excited to get back into it and to get going. She also has a military background and she's quite educated. So again, very relatable to your regular person who has a college degree, who has a very high level job and still wants to do great at running and great at sports and great at, great at swimming and great at, at biking or cycling rather. and. She really didn't even know that triathlons even existed until she was living in Australia. And so she talks about all of that in the pod, in the interview, excuse me, in the interview. And she gets into how she got into the sport. And what I think you all will really take away from it is how organic it was. Because a lot of you guys also have that same experience where one of your friends did it and you were like, okay, I'll do a 5K. And then you just got into it and it was something you were hooked on. It was very similar to her experience, very similar. And what I want you to understand is that even though you go into it just doing one or so races, that you get more involved in it, you, you then have to also up your training. And that's something she talks about. So yeah, it's nice to just get up and run, but that's not ideal, excuse me, for the body. It's not ideal for athleticism and it's definitely not ideal for growth in the sport. And if you're going to do more, you need to train more, you need to condition more, you need to treat your body differently as an athlete. And there's a big misconception that you can just do, 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 and your body's gonna consistently deliver. 
and she talks about actually having that mindset at one point and being letting the body absolutely correct her on that idea <laughs> that she was absolutely wrong and a lot of you guys I know do that and the importance of how you train your body and how you treat your body is the difference between performing and not being able to run a race at all that's the difference and what do I always say the difference between an injured runner and an athlete is how you treat your body and that's I'm going to consistently say that I'm going to say it anytime I could possibly say it so that you hear it and it's impounded in your brain because that's the really only big difference here at run pain free we athletically condition you for your sport no matter what sport it is we make sure you're operating optimally as a human being first and then train your sport and as a runner that's just human function with velocity at extreme. That's all that is. You're just walking really fast with velocity. So if you can't do that well, you're probably not being optimal as a human, period. You just don't feel it maybe as much because you're not pushing it to extremes while you're walking and sitting and living. That shows up on your run. This is why when a runner goes down, they pretty much are out of work or out of life. They can't do anything because it's basic human function. Not the same when it's a football player or any other sport, any other sport actually, is because they can not, it's really specific to that sport, but when your body is moving like a human forever and ever and ever, if anything goes wrong on that, it's gonna go wrong in life because you, ha you have to move as a human. And so you really need to treat it and train it properly, and she talks about that. She gives her top training mechanisms and training ideas and things to focus on and exceptional in our advanced sessions. So let me go over that really quick. We have open free sessions and we have advanced sessions. And when you go on over to the marathontrainingsummit.com, you'll be able to see the difference. And from August 25th to the 27th, each day is dedicated to a different idea, a different part, part of the summit. And then once that day is done, those sessions are done, over and done with, and they're into the academy, into the, into the advanced only portion. And so the marathontrainingsummit.com also gives you the ability to get tickets to that so that you have all of these interviews, both the open and the advanced sessions and the bonus sessions and even some breakout sessions that we can have live conversations with me as they're happening. There's a lot of things that we're, we're going to be doing with it so that we really do want you to get a lot from it. It's a summit, so it's a meeting of minds, of experts. These are all experts that are have been in the game, are in the game, and are delivering so much information for you to be your best because at that level, that's the baseline mindset. Everybody wants everybody to do really, really well. And so those are the only people we want to deal with here at Run Pain Free, people who, can, who positively support one another in their growth period. And so that's what Laura is about. It's exactly why she does it. It's her love of it. She absolutely loves the sport. And it's, I always ask everybody how they got into running. I find it to be a great question. I just love hearing people's stories about why they started running. And I'm not going to tell you why she said she loves running, but you're going to have to listen to it in Marathon Training Summit because I know you're going to be able to relate to it. And it's a great, I couldn't have found a better person to speak to because she came from regular civilian world with a very relatable background that all of our runners have and is now a professional athlete killing it. She's a champion. She's an Ironman champion. She's the fastest woman in England and Britain, 2016 and 2017, fastest woman. She's insane. And, and she just loves what she does. Positive mindset, uses negatives for growth, 
very much like Dina Castor that we talked about in another podcast. And again, use this to move it into your training. She is going to be very important in terms of training because she talks about how sleep is involved and she talks about her eating and she talks about her training days everybody out there wanting to run and train every single day of the week no negative doesn't work that way you don't get better that way you get hurt that way if you haven't figured it out and you're hurt i don't know what else to tell you you're listening to my podcast for no reason if you're not implementing what i'm saying excuse me you know i can i can digress for a second but anyways (laughs) so laura is really helpful when it comes to the training part of marathon training and the marathoner who wants to graduate to triathletes she talks to you specifically she talks to you about the transition into triathlons into Ironman and the distances and how that changes things and what it doesn't change what it doesn't change you'd be very surprised at what she gives you and information about the differences and how you can use different distances for training or not, or not, you heard it here, or not. Don't just assume that everybody is doing the same thing. And don't just assume that because your friend did it, it's what you're supposed to do. Not at all. Everybody's training is different. Everybody's body is different. Everybody gets injured differently. Even if it's the same name of injury, they did not get injured the same way you did. It's very different. So taking it from an elite champion like Laura, is so much more beneficial. She gives you a broad spectrum of things, of experience, and she also coaches people as well. She also coaches people as well. So I'm gonna put her information because she loves to get questions and she loves to get um, help people and guide them with the sport. And she just wants to, again, she supports the sport. And that's something else we can take away from her interview. If you're a runner and you love running, then love running. Don't go out there hating on people. Don't go out there being bitter. Don't go out there wanting to beat somebody and make them feel less than so you can feel better than. Don't do that. That's not the sport of running. The sport of running is bringing everybody together, being an all-inclusive sport. That's, that's how it started here. And making everybody grow with running. That's what running is. So again, I applaud all of those out there that actually do that with their own friends and their peers. And if their run groups are like that, good for you, keep it going. Positive competition, positive support that helps you grow. Even in the down days, even in the, the not so good days and the, not, and the off race days, use those days to be better. That's what Laura talks about. That's what elite athletes talk about, how they use those to get better. Does it suck at times? Sure. But they actually don't possess a, oh, woe is me mentality. They really don't. They really use it as a way to get better. And even in some cases, they're like, I'd like you to beat me so I can be better. They know they need that to push themselves a little bit more. Some of them do. Some of them do. That's a mindset. That's a mindset. Now, This is all relative to you. So say you're a 14 minute runner, okay? And your goal is to get under 13 minutes. Everything I just said applies to you. Just as much as I say it to a person who is a six minute runner and wants to run a sub five. Go ahead. It's the same thing. It's all relative to you. Taking the information and implementing it into your own training programs and how you're configuring your training programs 
and more specifically, sourcing your run programs and your training programs is going to change how you perform. You have to stop these generalized plans, these my friend know, my friend did it for me, then guaranteed injury, by the way. There's a real science behind these things. There's a reason why us people, and I'm talking about me and my peers, study this for years and years and years and years and years, and why program design is an actual certification in and of itself, because it's that specific to people. Not all random people can do this, although everybody thinks they can, by the way. It's disrespectful, sidebar. <laughs> but there's a reason why we do these things so that you actually achieve the results you want. That's why. I can't tell you how many people come through to me and say, I never thought that I'd run slower. I'd run slower. I never thought that I'd run faster than a 10 minute mile, and now I can't get slower than a 10 minute mile. That's the slowest I can go. Mm -hmm. I'm aware. It's called athletic conditioning properly with proper training plans. And Laura talks about that. She talks about how she really looks at the plan and if it works for her and if it doesn't work for her, there's an adjustment immediately and coaching and her coaches and how she talks with them and her, her data and what she uses. All of us can use this information. And there's a lot of miseducation out there. Hers is very educational when it comes to training. She really does go in on that aspect of it. And so for what I want you guys to take away from it is that, is that this is a year I've been saying from jump, this is 2020 is the official training year. So Laura's interview is gonna be right up the alley for your training aspect. She's currently competing. She's currently in the grit. She's not retired. She's not looking to get into it. She's in it and she's waiting for the doors to open up. So she can go back to racing. Um, and this is really going to help you look at what you're currently doing on your level. It's still a training plan. It's still getting into the next phase of whatever level of athletic desires you have. So again, this is for more so for a graduated marathoner who wants to get into triathlons or maybe a marathoner who's thinking about triathlons. Maybe this, this may help you make that decision, make that decision. And all the different distances in triathlon and Ironman, and she talks about that. And it's information for you to look at your training plan. What are you implementing? Are you looking at your heart rate? Are you looking at your eating? Are you looking at your cycling? Is your bike proper size? Are your sneakers proper? What is your hydration like? Are you paying attention to how much mileage you're putting on? Are you aware of how much mileage on the bike actually translates to running and vice versa and how much harder it is on your body? Or do you still think that biking has got nothing on your body when it comes to running? A lot of these things are miseducation. She goes over a lot of them. She goes over a lot of them. And she's also open to getting questions. So again, her information will be on this podcast so that you can contact her and ask her questions. She absolutely loves to help people. So taking away from it that, in conjunction with supporting the sport of running, is by having a positive impact on your peers when you take things like this out of it. And change starts with one person, right? So if you're the person that listens to this and none of your friends come to the marathontrainingsummit.com and they miss out on all this information and you're the only one that listened to it, 
you are the one that's going to be the change. You're gonna be the one that's that peer that's looking at competition as positive, as getting the training plan specific to you, not something just random offline. Actually looking at what you wanna do, planning ahead, making a calendar, using it, because of the information that training comes across from a competitive elite athlete like Laura. That's what you're gonna get from it. That in and of itself gives respect to the sport of running. You're respecting the sport of running. If you don't respect the sport, you shouldn't be in it. It's that simple. It's that simple. Even if you're in it for fun, you have to respect the sport. I don't care, you don't have to be in it to win. You know, not everybody is gonna win. There's elites, they win. But you're running for yourself. So respect the sport for what it's doing for yourself. Again, it doesn't matter if you're a 14, 15 minute runner or a six minute runner. It really doesn't matter. What matters is how you treat your body at whatever level you're at to respect the sport of running. Put the time in, put the effort in, get the training under wraps, figure it out so you can excel, so you can get to the next level. Whether it's faster in, in time for your marathons or it's progressing into a triathlon or progressing into an Ironman. There's so many people who are running their bodies ragged and not realizing that that's exactly what's holding them back from their, from their dreams. It's holding their body back from their development as an athlete. That's what it's doing. So when you listen to this interview, you're going to be able to take all that from it and implement it. But you need to sign up at the marathontrainingsummit.com to do that. And I would encourage you to tell your friends so they don't rely on you so you can be minding your own business, take what you need to take out of it for yourself and not have to be that person for everybody else because that takes away from you focusing on you. So I would encourage you to share it and tell people, get on it yourself because when you sign up for it and when you get the advanced, you have it at your fingertips. So you can look at all of these interviews whenever you want, when you want. The open sessions are not that, they're up and down. But when you sign up for the advanced, you get everything at your fingertips at your leisure, at your leisure. And the second session, the advanced session with Laura, she gives, that's where she gives the how-tos. That's where she gives her top strategies for training. That's not in the open session. So you need to get the advanced session to get that information. And the earlier you get it, the better, by the way, PS. So that's what we can really learn from the interview with Laura. Super open to answering questions. I keep saying that because she, she emphasizes it a lot in the interview. She emphasizes it. And she really wants everybody to do better. Again, a mindset of a professional athlete, a mindset of an elite athlete. They want everybody to do well, want everybody to do better. And she's still striving. She still wants to achieve her own goals and get better and get stronger. And she's looking at her own ways and strategies and she's making adjustments as we speak. I know for a fact she's making adjustments as we speak on her training so she can improve. And that's what actual athletic conditioning is. It's consistent improvement, it's consistent training. It's not a one and done, that's never gonna happen. Anybody who knows when they come through run pain free, this is a program, this is not a one and done, it's a program. You're not gonna fix your problems in one day and they're never gonna get fixed in one session. And the more you fix, the more shows up. So you need it in a lot of time. So we need time to do that. That's what athletic conditioning is. It's I'm giving you the time so you can give, so you can put that time back into your sport, period. That's what athletic conditioning is. And athletes respect that. And then the sport respects the athlete. That's how that works. It's a give and take. The run gives you something, right? It gives you freedom. It gives you mental peace. It gives you emotional settlement, right? 
So you need to give it back something, respect it. And you respect the sport by treating your body a proper way, by feeding your body a proper way, by doing the proper athletic conditioning for your body. And a, a professional triathlon Ironman champion tells you that verbatim. And she says it with such love and adoration for the sports that she has done throughout life to get where she's at. And realizing that she was really good at it and excelled in it and took it in and really has made it her life. But it took her a really long time to do that. And she did that with regular work schedules, family commitments, being in the military and loving this triathlon and loving running and loving swimming and loving being athletic. She just loves to be athletic. And that's what propelled her into this new phase of her life that she's been in for just a few years. I think that'll be a huge takeaway for you too. I'm not gonna tell you when but that'll be a huge takeaway to find out when she actually went pro and how that transition was for her. She talks about it. She talks about the transition into triathlons. And if anybody on here is debating going into triathlons, you need to listen to her interview. You just have to listen to it. And if you're in triathlons, you need to listen to it even more because she's gonna give you steps and ways to actually do it better, more efficient. That's a big word um, the triathletes that I've interviewed talk about, efficiency. And who else talks about that, Rum Paid Free Podcasters? Who else talks about efficiency? You better had said my name. That's all I have to say. You better had said Jessica talks about efficiency. And if you didn't say that, go back through my podcasts and listen to them again, because that's what I talk about, being efficient. Being efficient. Rum Paid Free creates an efficient athlete. So your body is working less and you're enjoying it more. That's the whole point. When the body is efficient, there's very minimal pain, if at all. The more efficient you are, the less pain you have. And the more you enjoy your sport, period. Triathletes talk about efficiency because that's exactly what they have to do so they can do well in, in the race period, in the overall race, in the finishing times. She talks about it. And what does that lend to? Training. The training. Training is what lends to efficiency. And using your strengths using your strengths and accepting your weaknesses, accepting your weaknesses, understanding what you're good at and what you're not really that good at and how you can use them for each other. It's not to sit there and be like, oh, I'm weak at this. Oh, I'm a terrible swimmer. I can't do it. Uh, I just, I, I have to lean on my, my, I have to lean on my biking because my swim, no, that's not what that is. When you look at your swimming and say, okay, I'm not as strong in my swimming as I am, as I am in my biking, you can strategize that. But that comes with someone like yours truly who knows how to do that. Not you beating yourself up and searching online for ways to skirt around swimming badly. That's not what that does. It's about a training. You can actually train that. Not only will your swimming get better, but you'll learn how to use your weaknesses to support your strengths. How about that? How about that? It's how you think about it. It's perspective. The MarathonTrainingSummit.com is exactly that. In all of its entirety, that's what it encompasses. That's what it encompasses. It teaches you how to use everything you have, good, bad, and indifferent, to your advantage, period. Because everything has a good side and everything has a bad side. But when you start getting stuck in the bad and making it overshadow your good, you're never going to get out of that. Everything you look at is gonna be looked at through that negative lens. Everything you look at is gonna be felt with the negative competition. It's gonna be felt within hatred. And all of that just runs you ragged. 
makes you slower, makes you more in pain, makes you more upset, makes you more frustrated, and then you get mad at yourself for having those negative emotions on top of it. Now you're angry. None of that, all of that takes up so much energy. It just took energy for me to say it. it takes up so much energy. I don't know where you think you're ever gonna improve if that's where all your energy is going. The marathontrainingsummit.com is the ticket, literally, to sorting that out so you can generate all of that. That's real. You really feel that way. This is not to say you don't feel that way. Don't get that twisted. You feel that way. But how do you use that for a positive? How do you use that for a positive? That's exactly what the marathontrainingsummit.com does. And Laura specifically talks about the training aspect of it in the current times and competing in current day 2020. That's exactly what she talks about. I encourage you to go on over marathontrainingsummit.com. Laura's information is in the show notes, so click on those down there so you can reach out to her and ask her any questions if you want. And I encourage you to get the advanced sessions so that you can have more information from her on the go-tos, on the how-tos, and the training strategies that she talks about to have to better performance and better efficiency as an athlete and graduate into other races. I hope you enjoyed this podcast once again. The Marathon Training Summit is going to be happening on August 25th to August 27th. Hashtag Run Pain Free Marathon Training Summit. I will talk to you later. You're listening to the Run Pain Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain Free Academy, featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.